Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn. And for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. First of all, thanks to everyone who has already called. Thank you so much for keeping us here on the air all these years. And we need to remain on the air because uh, we know that if you're listening, that must mean that we're offering something that you enjoy. So please give a call and become a member if you're not a member. We actually, at the in this program, Talk of Our Towns, a public affairs program here on um, KMUN 91.9, we have an anonymous challenge grant. Thank you so much, Anonymous. And our challenge grant is for $150. The show goal is $300. We have a half an hour only. Please be generous. Please open your hearts. Please support our public affairs programming. It means so much. And we definitely want to make this grant by Anonymous. So if you could please call us at 325-0010. That's area code 503-503-325-0010. We would so appreciate it, and it would make the big difference for this program. So um, thank you so much for doing that. And if you you won't miss anything if you call right now, or you could even pledge online. And um, because you can always, we have podcasts, and you can listen to this program later, too. With all that being said, again, thank you so much for joining and being part of our KMUN Coast Community Radio family. Today we're going to be talking about a very precious resource in our community, Um, a resource which has created community and been providing good food here in our area for 45 years. Big changes going on with this. It's the Astoria Co-op. So today, to find more about the uh, find out more about the Astoria Co-op, we have in the studio Matt Stanley. Matt is the uh, manager, general manager of the Astoria Co-op, and you have been doing that for how long, Matt? Almost 11 years. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Matt. 11 years. It's been <laughs> all upwards since you got here. So, uh, Matt Stanley, so glad to have you here. Glad to be here. And we also have the marketing director for the SRA Co-op, Zeddy Nemlewell, familiar name to many of you. She was on the city council. Good morning, Zeddy. Hi, Donna. So glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing about some of the fun things you all are doing. Um, but before we talk about all things Astoria Co-op. Let's learn a little bit about each of you. So, Matt, please tell the listening audience a bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. I moved here 11 years ago to come run the co-op, and I've been doing it that whole time. And I have a three-year-old daughter now that lives here and a bunch of family that have migrated to the area. So we've really created a sense of place for our family here and excited to watch the co-op continue to evolve and be a better and better place to work. And you had a passion for co-ops before you moved here. I did. I worked for a co-op in San Diego while I was going to grad school and just got really into eating healthy and the co-op culture and said, hey, I want to figure out how to learn more about this and kind of work my way up at that co-op and and then came up here. To create a livelihood doing good. Yes. Excellent. And Zeddy, please tell the listening audience about yourself. Well, I grew up in Astoria. I grew up partly here at KMUN and Coast Community Radio um, with my dad doing shows and starting to read bedtime stories as soon as they would let me. Um, I even, you know, remember the first co-op that we had in Astoria when Josie Pepper was the manager. She let me use the pricing gun sometimes and (laughs) fold paper bags, and that was a lot of fun. But I went away to college and worked in television news and then returned back to my hometown of Astoria and worked here for a little while doing news. 
um, Open Coffee Girl got into business, which was something I was always interested in. Uh, and now doing marketing at the co-op, it, it seems like a perfect blend of business and journalism. And I, I just love my job. And when I'm not doing that, um, I've got three little kids to take care of uh, and a husband who uh, owns a thriving brewery. Yes, indeed. We love Fort George. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and now that you know a little bit about um, about Matt and Zeddy, let's find out about the co-op, because there may be some of you listening who aren't familiar with the Astoria Co-op, which is right in the heart of downtown Astoria. Um, but what is a co-op? And give us a little bit of a history of the Astoria Co-op, please, Matt. Yeah, sure. So we've this is our 45th birthday this year, which is really neat. So back in 1974, a, a group of people created a small pooling of resources to source food that they couldn't find anywhere else, organic bulk products and local produce, and that was something they were really passionate about turned into a buying club of sorts so it was kind of a member-based organization and then they opened uh, their first storefront in 1974 and ran kind of as a member-based store for many years and then in 2004 it actually incorporated as a cooperative with the state of Oregon and so we've been a co-op since 2004 in 2012 we decided to join up with another 150 co-ops in the country we became part of a co-op of food co-ops that was a big moment for us mm-hmm. to tap into mm-hmm. some resources that we wouldn't otherwise have. And a big one is buying power. It's allowed us to be much more competitive on pricing and promotion. So that's been really important. And, yeah, we still have founding members who shop at the co-op regularly. It's really, really neat to see. And founding members who invested in our, our new store that we're building. So mm-hmm. it's, it's come a long way, and we still have lots more things we can do <coughs> for the community. Well, it's pretty interesting that um, 45 years ago, um, these founders of the co-op had this vision of fresh, healthy, local food. Mm-hmm. And what is the zeitgeist of, I mean, our culture today is people want farm to, you know, farm to fork. They want healthy food. They it's want very local. It's now, yeah. Yeah. And so now people are really appreciating the fact that this resource has been here all these years. And um, I'm amazed, and I think many people are, that for a town of our size, we have the quality of food. We have, the, you know, we have the cup that we have right now, which, of course, is going to be expanding. But um, some people may not know that if you are not a member of the co-op, you can still shop there. And let's learn a little bit more about what is our membership program and what are, what's going on at the co-op, Zeddy? Oh, my gosh. Well, um, talking about membership, um, we like to use the word owners because we are a consumer-owned cooperative. Owners. Um, right now, we've got 4,282 owners. Um, and if you are an owner of the co-op, uh, you get to elect a board that oversees the big-picture operations of the store. So you can walk in and say, hey, I own this, um, which, is, which is pretty cool. Um, talking about local food, that's, that's one part of my job that, you know, is why I do what I do. And I think a lot of my coworkers feel that way, too. Um, but, you know, you see large grocery stores uh, with farmer portraits and, you know, touting local, 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 which, which is great. You know, a lot of these foods are coming from a local region. Um, Uh, You know, and we like to source as much from our region as possible. But a unique thing about local food in the co-op is how many 
truly local coastal farmers and producers that we're able to source from. You know, these are pretty small farms that can't supply the bigger grocery stores. Um, these are farmers that deliver us fresh food directly, you know, so there's there's no middleman. Um, that's really exciting. Um, you know, it not only provides us with the quality food that you're talking about, but it makes us feel really good supporting the local economy. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, and that does keep our, our farmers in business. And you now have some new programs you have Let's talk about that. Well, that's right. You know, we're, we're, we're building a bigger store, and, and I'm sure we'll get into that. Um, and so that will be providing a much larger marketplace for local food. But right now what we're doing, uh, our produce manager, Danny Rasmussen, uh, is interested in starting some sort of farmer microloan program. You know, we're talking about that, thinking about how could this work? But meantime, while we're trying to figure, you know, this program out, he's actually doing something really cool and tangible with 46 North Farm um, that supplies us with local flowers, um, kind of a super CSA of sorts, prepaying an invoice for flowers so that Teresa and Packy, the farmers there, can have some money for new infrastructure so that they can produce more local flowers for our bigger store. Um, and so we are super excited to get into the local food scene in an even bigger way than we are right now and local flower scene, too. That's fantastic um, to, to have the co-op because, again, the mission of the co-op is to build community through food. So when people shop at the co-op, they're not just buying healthy things for themselves and their families. They're actually supporting community because of these programs where you're working with local farmers. That's right. Um, you know, and community is so important to us. Uh, not only are we working on some initiatives to uh, expand local food, um, but you may have been asked to <clears throat> round up when you're shopping at the co-op. Um, this is a new program called Change for Community. We started it last spring. Last year, we raised almost $8,000. And that is just people rounding up a couple cents at the registers, donating their reusable bag token, and donating pocket change. So it really adds up. In January, we were able to donate over $1,600 to Clatsop Animal Assistance. Uh, February, we raised over $1,000 for Helping Hands. This month, we're raising money for the Harbor, which, of course, provides support for domestic uh, violence victims, uh, and sexual assault victims. And we're up to... Um, Four hundred and one dollars and eighty-five cents. Mm -hmm. So that number will go up as you are rounding up today. So what a great idea to do that to round up because people and and let's go back to the owners to become an owner. What does the person need to do? It's easy. Just come in, say hi. Our friendly cashiers will have you fill out a form, and you pay an equity investment in the co-op. It's a refundable equity payment of twenty-five dollars, and then you're an owner. And there's a cool incentive right now to become an owner. Uh, if you if you sign up, you get a voucher for a 20% off shopping trip that you, you can use in your first 30 days of being an owner. So there's a, a pretty compelling reason to come sign up right now. And then you can say you're an owner. When we open our new store, you can waltz in there and say, wow, I am a part of this. I, I made a, a small contribution to make this happen, and I own it. Yes, and I, I think, again, feeling connected. People, you know, the, as much as we think we're connected by the Internet, there's a real disconnect that's also going on. And I think when you go, when you shop at a place like the co-op where you see, you know, oh, these are 
Teresa's vegetables or these are, you know, these flowers came from and the mushrooms that Veronica is picking or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that everyone there is so helpful. And if you don't know how to cook, you know, or fix, you know, kohlrabi or something that you can find out there. Mm -hmm. It's a resource. So there's a deeper connection with the human beings who are there as you all are connecting more deeply with the farmers in the area. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn. And today we're talking with Matt Stanley, the manager of the Astoria Co-op, and Zeddy Nemlewell, who is the marketing director of the Astoria Co-op. The Astoria Co-op is a gem in our community, and um, they're going to be expanding. Uh, There's a new store being built east of town, um, on the east side of town, which we'll talk about in the second half of the program. And um, it's open to all shoppers every day. Um, And we here at the radio station, at Coast Community Radio, we're here every day, too. Um, And we would really appreciate it. I especially would appreciate the fact that we have this anonymous challenge grant for this program, for Talk of Our Towns. It's $150. Um, Please, please call in and help us make that challenge grant. Um, If you haven't called in yet, this is a perfect opportunity to say, I support our community. I want more of these kinds of programs. Um, I want to be involved. I want to be participatory. Um, we, we couldn't do this without you. So please call 503-325-0010. Um, we have Joanne. We have Susan out in the lobby waiting for your phone call. And um, that will really make, we need to make our show goal. So please help us make that happen. I, I know that we can do it with your help. So please call 503 503- Three two five zero zero one zero. Let's go back to talking about the Astoria Co-op. So, what happened um, some time ago that um, kind of spurred this idea that well, maybe we need a bigger co-op? Yeah, five years ago, our board of directors started to ask that question. We knew our lease in the current location was going to be be done, and we wanted to figure out what what should we do and so we actually spent a year engaging with the community we did a big shopper survey almost a thousand people took this long survey about the co-op and it specifically asked about expanding and offering more services we did meet and greets with the board and focus groups and we met with key community stakeholders and after the end of that we our board got together for a long weekend and we came up with a strategic plan and a a big part of that strategic plan was to live up to what we heard in the engagement process which was a pretty resounding please offer more we want you to have a full service deli we want to have our seating area back we want more parking you know i think um that was a real clear message that we got from that process and so then we created a strategic plan with uh that in mind and most of the goals in it are very focused on a new facility not just for shoppers but for our staff too we talked to our staff during that process and you know how can we make this a better place to work and a lot of it was about just the physical facility and so then we we got going looking for sites and planning how we were going to pay for it and here we are about four years into this process and we've had some big milestones finding a developer partner who was willing to put a lot of money on the table and build us a building in the fall of 2017, we did a capital campaign, and we raised almost $1.7 million in eight weeks, and that was all from co-op owners, people who invested you know, their own money into uh, the co-op, and uh, that was a pretty special moment. That was the clear, okay, we can do this now, because that money allowed us to leverage the rest of the financing that we needed to 
make the co-op that we want to make. And uh, I think the latest milestone was we broke ground in January. We had a great groundbreaking ceremony out in the cold, and it's going. It's moving very fast out on the construction site on the corner of 23rd and Marine. And so I think... I'll just say the, the I think the takeaway there is this has been a very intentional process uh, from the leadership of the co-op, the board, especially thinking about how competitive the natural foods industry is. It's everywhere now. And how could how did the co-op see itself setting up the business to be around another 45 years? And we we decided that we, it was going to take a bold move and allow us to do the areas of the store that we can really differentiate ourselves with so the deli the produce the meat department those are the areas that we needed more space uh to to do that so yes i love being able to actually even in our small co-op right now which i am an owner a proud owner a grateful owner that you're here um that's where i get all my food really um i um i can get a piece of fresh salmon Mm -hmm. you know um and um and the beautiful produce that comes from our local growers Mm -hmm. um and and there's that connection again that you know where your food's coming from which is ever more important in today's world so are there still investment opportunities available for people if they want to be part of the larger store or this investment opportunity Matt? there are yeah so the we kept our offering this was a private offering but it was registered through the state of oregon and so we still have shares available and the more that we can raise the less that we depend on external financing. We also had a, another uh, newsworthy event. We were awarded a pretty substantial grant for solar on the building, and that makes it very likely that we're going to be able to have solar on the building when we open. But we do need to raise some more money to make that happen too. So, uh, yeah, if people want more information, they can go to our webpage and contact us through there. Or, call up the store and ask for Matt, and I'd love to talk more about the investment opportunity. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, too, is just that, you know, we're talking about this new big co-op. It's still it's still going to be small in grocery store terms. So, you know, Safeway, 35,000 square feet or probably more of retail. Uh, the new co-op's going to have about 7,000 of retail. We have 2,000 square feet now. So this is still going to have a very co-op feel. Um, it's, it's still going to have... Uh, the co-op smell, I like to say. I think uh, some listeners might know what I'm talking about. It's a, it's a warmth. There's a warmth. It's not sterile. It's not a sterile shopping experience. Yeah. There's a warmth at the co-op. Yeah. Okay. But but the building's just going to let us, like I said, really expand upon the offering in the areas where we think we can excel by, you know, offering something different and fresh. And how did you all, let's talk a little bit about the new building, which is being built. And if you drive and you're east of town, you will see signs and you will see them building it very quickly right now. Uh, When are we hoping to open? We're hoping October. Okay. If everything stays on track, we'd like to get open Mm -hmm. before the holidays so we can be well situated to sell turkeys and stuff out of the new location and not have to figure out how to do that during very busy weeks. Exactly. And how did you all know how to design the co-op, the new co-op? What was your vision there? And what what are some of the things we're going to be seeing um, at the new co-op that we don't have the ability to have where we are now? Well... I guess I'll keep talking. The um, the co-op's working a lot with other food co-ops, so we have we have some resources that have been developed over many years of co-ops doing projects like this, whether they're second stores or relocations. So we're we're working a lot with peers and people who have done this many times successfully. So it's certainly not um, 
you know, just me or the co-op staff or board, we have a lot of support to make sure that it's done thoroughly and done well. And so right now we're in this, you know, last scramble to put all the final touches on the interior fixture plan so we can go to the permitting process. So we're, we're making the last touches to make sure we've really thought of everything and that it's going to be a really special experience when you come in the store. Well, I'm sure that there's going to be lots of light and there will be, as you said, the expanded deli, which is so important to so many people who, you know, and it's unfortunate we aren't cooking as much as we used to. And I think cooking is helpful. Um, But so you have the opportunity to help educate folks because education is part of your mission, too. And again, people, there are recipes on your website, in fact. Um, So meeting that educational component about fresh food and then also offering for those people who are too busy maybe to mm-hmm. to do some of their cooking to have that is a real benefit i think yep um so you also zeddy we talked a little bit earlier about the fact that you really are grateful when you see people who um maybe have some challenges with resources and being able to buy healthy food and and what that looks like for the future yeah we're looking at some different ways to expand food access when we open the new store in ways that we're not able to right now, which I'm really excited about. Um, currently, we take food stamps or SNAP benefits. Um, we don't uh, currently accept WIC, unfortunately. Um, and the reason is is that there's, there's protocol with WIC that you need to carry certain products, and those products uh, that we would be required to carry uh, are not nece- they don't necessarily meet our product standards, and our main distributors don't deliver them. So that's pretty tricky. Um, and shelf space, we so very limited right now. Very right, limited. right, right, um, right. But there are co-ops uh, that have figured out how to do this. And to have like a special WIC section with mm-hmm. certain products that you have to offer. Sure. Uh-huh. And uh, with more space, um, we're definitely looking into right. being able to accept WIC. And also, there's legislation in the works that would expand SNAP match benefits from farmers markets. Some of some folks listening might be familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, at farmers markets, you know, food stamps recipients could get double the value um, of their of their vouchers for fresh organic mm-hmm. produce. Um, and there's legislation in the works, if funded, um, would provide an opportunity for some small independent grocery stores like us to um, be recipients of SNAP Match, too. So we're talking with the Oregon Food Bank. Uh, it's not a done deal, but we're at the table, and we really hope that we could be one well, of these pilot stores. So our shoppers uh, who have food stamps could load up and get double the amount of fresh organic produce. And, you know, an added benefit would be the impact on on local farmers. So this this could be, you know, really big. Um, but we're, we're talking about ways. And to- I think there's something that we need to maybe look at that myth that people think that fresh organic food is more expensive. However, if you really look at it, um, I know you have high product standards, and that's something that you all vet all your products. Um, because we're trying to stay away from a lot of the chemicals that, you know, people are now finding are creating issues, mm-hmm. health issues for people. And people want to eat, like, really, it's like like our great-grandparents used to eat when they had their own gardens, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you can buy healthy beans, healthy rice, healthy... I mean, you can actually make a very healthy meal for very little money. And so really, when you get folks into the co-op... Um, 
who maybe have that perception, it's it's a really great thing that I think I've seen that you have like, oh, look, here's a great meal that's very simple to prepare that isn't going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah, and we like to offer choices in all categories, too. So, you know, we do have some more high-end specialty products that you're not going to find anywhere else. Which, which gourmet batch. folks love, yeah, these, love, These are love. small batch items, yes. um, and they are a little bit more costly. But in each category, we also like to offer some value options um, in, in, you know, produce. We've always got the most amazing deals. You know, right now we've got organic cabbage on sale for 99 cents a pound and potatoes, too. So while you might, you know, be able to find some more specialty produce, you know, we've got great deals on staple items. So organic food, yeah, it does cost a little bit more, but we try to have some really great uh, value options for everyone. Every yes, day. I think there is something for everyone at the Astoria Co-op, and um, the artisan products are spectacular. I mean, really, if you want to find a fabulous gift for someone, just buy a small batch, buy a beautiful jar of honey or jam or something that you have. I mean, the co-op also has beautiful baskets. I mean, you have a little bit of everything. You have water filters. I mean, you're trying to really look at what do people need to to live a healthy lifestyle. And so for a, a town of our size, again, to have this resource, and then you're very responsive. I know that when I find, if I'm traveling and I see a product that I think, oh my gosh, that would be great locally, so we can sometimes bring that product in, which is great. So we're, again, responding to the needs of the community so that when people shop at the co-op, they're not only, again, doing something good for themselves and their families, they're really building community. So we just have a few minutes left. First, thank you so much, new sustaining member. Yes, Karen of Nakata. Thank you. Thank you so very much for calling. We're so grateful and welcome to this uh, wonderful Coast Community Radio family. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Leah, we just have a few minutes left. So, Matt, any last things you'd like the listening audience to know? Yeah, you know, we have this really exciting thing happening. Uh, it's scary, too, and we need people's support. Come come in the co-op, shop as much as you can. We're, we're taking a big leap here, and we're going to pull it off, and we're going to work hard, and it's going to be great. But, you know, it's a, it's, it's a little uh, uncertain sometimes. So we, we want to see people in the co-op now. And um, I will just say there's gonna there will be nut grinders in the new co-op because a lot of people ask that question, and we are going to have them, and they're going to be really nice ones. <laughs> All right, you heard it here, folks. Okay. <laughs> Everyone is welcome to shop at the co-op every day. We're your community-owned store, so come on in. Uh, whether you're an owner or not, uh, we'd love to see you. And we also, I know the co-op has a bulletin board where people can find out about things. I mean, really, I kind of feel like the heart of the community there, there are three places I feel like are, you know, like, okay, if you want to understand what a story is all about, you go to the Astoria Co-op, you go to the Blue Scorcher, and you go to the library. I mean, for me, um, and KMUN, yeah. sorry, four, yes, right here, this place. If you want to really become part of the goodness of this community, I mean, really, the goodness is what it's about. Uh, the goodness with this radio station, the goodness with the Astoria Co-op, with the library, with the Blue Scorcher, um, people whose mission is to try to help us live a healthier, more connected life. And it is about body, mind, and spirit, because food is so much more than just, you know, taking in something um, that, you know, will get you through the day. It's, 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 it's a sacred thing. You know, how we eat is very important. And um, it's medicine. So, and, and speaking of that, oh my gosh, the tinctures, all of the things that you all offer there, um, whether it's, you know, herb farm or any of the medicinal things that you can get. So thank you so much for being here for 45 years, not 
the two of you who are, <laughs> who are young and vibrant. Um, however, um, we I'm glad that the co-op is vibrant. And so for all of you who haven't been to the Astoria Co-op, please stop in. Please support them and also um, become part of this new endeavor with a new, brand-new Astoria Co-op building. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Zeddy. Thanks, Donna. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you, Joanne, for being the amazing engineer that you are this morning. And my gratitude to local banjo instructor, Michael Brunn. He's so talented for his original theme music for this program. Until next week, find a moment for yourself today. In fact, right now, let's just all do this together. Let's take a deep, deep breath. So good for body, mind, and spirit. Helps slow us down to the rhythm of nature, the rhythm of a healthy life as we're living our lives in such a busy way. And then focus on the things that are going well in your life with gratitude. There will always be those things that aren't going well, but there are some things going well. And be grateful for those things. And then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you. You are the only one. And for doing the best you can, everyone really is. And for being here now, in this moment, the only moment which exists, the now moment, on the amazing planet we call Earth. <laughs>